Hey, Mama, hey, welcome back to another podcast episode of Stay at Home Mom Vibes. I'm your host, Kanisha, and I hope you all are having a great day or a good night, depending on what side of the world you are on. I hope your 2021 entry is just the bomb. I hope you all are just holding yourselves accountable, as I have often told myself that this is a year of accountability, where I'm holding myself responsible for things that I want to get done, things I need to get done. I'm going to do it. No more placing no blame on nobody. It is all on Kanisha, and I hope that you take that and apply it to your life as well, that this is the year of accountability. All right. So before we get into our topic, um, I want to give a little disclaimer that I am not a doctor, neither am I a nurse. I went to school, graduated as a medical assistant. This story is my story. I have a little bit of um, medical terminology. You know, I remember some of that stuff, but nobody's um, story is the same. Nobody's procedure is the same. Nobody's healing process is the same when it comes to surgery or whatever whatever this case may be. Um, I don't want anybody to feel like if they decide to get salmonjectomy surgery that their surgery will be just like mine. Um, I, I believe in being honest. I believe in being transparent when it comes to this kind of stuff. And I'm going to tell my story. Hence, my story, okay? This is what happened with me. And this is what's going on with me still to this day. So also, if you hear my kids in the back, remember that I am a stay-at-home mom. So don't hold that against me. My children are in school. For those that don't know, I um, am a mother of four. I have three boys and a girl. The oldest name is Nazir. He's 14. Our next son, his name is Noah. He's nine. Our next son, he's Nigel. He is six. And we have a daughter. Her name is Nadia. She is three. Okay, so we're going to go ahead and get into our topic. So first things first, what is what is salmonjectomy? If you are wondering, if you have not looked it up yet, because I've been posting on our um, on, on my Instagram page, on my stay-at-home mom's Instagram page about um, the, the topic that's coming up. If you have not yet looked it up, salmonjectomy, and I'm reading off of the internet, so this is really medical terminology. So salmonjectomy surgery refers to the surgical removal of the fallopian tubes, one or both. This may be done to treat atopic pregnancy or cancer to prevent cancer or has been a form of compensation. If I'm saying that word right, don't don't hold it against me, okay? This procedure is now sometimes preferred over the ovarian tube, basically saying having your tubes tied, and the risk of, um, due to the risk of atopic pregnancies. Okay. So now we're getting into story time. You know, I love to tell a story. Okay. So I had this procedure done in December, on December 7th, 2018. Um, so we're going to backtrack from December 7th up to when we had three kids. Okay. So me and my husband, uh, we have our three boys. So visualize, use your mind. <laughs> and so, um, I always wanted a girl. I was like, I was telling my husband Quentin, I was like, I want a girl, I want a daughter. And, uh, he was like, well, you know, with him, he was like, it is what it is. Every time I got pregnant, it is what it is. You get pregnant, you get pregnant. If not, then oh well, which we weren't trying this time with Nadia, but he wasn't trying to get pregnant, get me pregnant, but I was trying to get me pregnant. Okay. And so also, before I forget, this podcast is not for children. This episode is not for kids because I'm going to be transparent. I'm going to be real. I'm going to be honest. There's no, there's not going to be parts where it's going to say, oh, that's too much, too, too t- TMI, TMI. No, it, I'm going to be real. Okay. So anyway, um, 
I told I was trying to get pregnant and I ended up getting pregnant with Nadia and I was well at the time of course you don't know but I was excited I was happy and stuff like that so long story short we end up having Nadia and um I wanted to keep going from with more kids because he has a sister and a brother and I'm my mom's only child um I come from a big family but a small household, if that makes sense. So growing up, I had all my cousins and stuff like that. But in the household, it was just me and my mom. So I had a lonely childhood until I went to my grand my grandparents' house and then I was able to play with my cousins and stuff like that. So I always said when I grew up, I wanted a lot of kids. Um, so here we are, four kids later, and I'm like, okay, I want to try for another girl. At least, and now I was like, oh, okay, after that girl, I want twins. Like, I just wanted a bunch of children. I wanted a household of family. I want a big family. I want a household full of kids. That was just my vision. But my husband was not having, he was like, you need to get on birth control. And I never liked it birth control because it blew me up, okay, or it made me look like I was sick. It was just crazy. Birth control, me and birth control never got along, and I knew if... I did not do something, I will get pregnant again. And of course, I wanted to honor my husband's wishes. Even though I wanted to have more kids, I still wanted to take in consideration his feelings. Because, okay, there's six people living in this house. We have a we have a big house, but, you know, my husband just did not want any more kids. So long story short, moving along, um, we went ahead and set the appointment. I talked to my daughter about it, and she she told me, you know, on, on different visits that, you know, what, what I was, what the surgery was about. Um, at first I wanted to get my tubes tied and she was like, you know, well, there's a risk that, you know, you can get, um, get cancer, you know, from that. And I was like, oh man, well, you know, we ain't trying to even trying to take it that route. So I was like, well, let's just get my tubes removed, you know, whatever. We're, we're never because she was like well if you get your tubes tied you know you can always get them untied again if you want to have children I was like no I don't think we're we're, are, we're not going to have any more kids and so then I was like I talked with my husband he was like do whatever you want to do you know if you want to get them removed then that's fine so I got them removed and at first I was fine but I'm going to tell you the nitty-gritty about about having that salmonjectomy surgery. I've watched videos, which too, if you want to, you can also look up on um, my YouTube page. I talk about it, about the procedure and all of that stuff. The day I was in the hospital, you see all of that. <clears throat> Excuse me. So um, I got it done. And at first, everything was fine. I was like, oh man, like this was a good surgery. I got my little battle scars. I'm still good, you know? Um, but then that's when the the veil fell, okay? Um, still to this day, I've, I've noticed, well, I'm moving ahead. I have, I, when my period got regulated, you know, because of course when you have surgery, you you still spot, you spot a little bit. I know for me each time, even when I had my gallbladder um, taken out, I spotted a little bit, Um so then after I got my surgery, I was spotting. So once that, you know, I let my daughter know, she was like, well, your, your, um, your, your cycle is going to regulate. So I was like, okay. You know, so then finally it started regulating, but then I started noticing I was, I was bleeding heavy. 
um, very heavy, like excessively heavy to the point where when I would wake up, the bed was soaked, you know, like it was a mess. Um, my period was never the same. Even my period was never like this. So it went from me wearing one pad to now me wearing, having to wear two pads. And I'm like, what is going on? So as time went on, I started noticing on my left side that my ovaries, because I still have my ovaries, that my ovaries were throbbing when my monthly would come on, like in excruciating pain to the point where I will have to vomit. I would have to literally vomit to feel better. I would have to be over a fan. I would need air blowing on me for me to it's like I was having hot flashes like I just I, I really can't explain it unless you're in my body it felt like as if I was having hot flashes like I hear my mom talk about hot flashes it felt like I will like even now like I have hot flashes to the point where I, I have to vomit um and to be honest I wish I would have never did it I wish I would have never got this surgery done um, and in all honesty, I, I honestly believe that this was not what God wanted me to do. Um, and not saying that I'm going through each month this stuff because um, he's punishing me. I don't I don't want to say that because I don't want to scare anybody. But I honestly feel you reap what you sow. And I honestly feel that this was not the plan God had for me. And I'm speaking for me now moms. I don't want you to feel like, oh, well, I don't want any more kids. But if I do this, then I'm going to have the same thing that Kanisha's, I'm going, I'm going to go through the same thing that Kanisha goes through. No, that's not going to happen. Everybody's story is not the same. So I can't stress that enough that this is my story. But I just felt like this is not what God wanted me to do. God wanted me to, I, and then you, you have to also realize that the devil is going to play with your mind, okay? So maybe some of this is in my mind, but I'm like, oh my gosh, this time injectomy surgery kind of messed me up more than, you know, I, I wish I would have kept having kids because it feels like on my left side, I'm having contractions. That's exactly what it feels like each month. I, I feel terrible. I feel I can't get out of bed, but I I make myself get out of bed to to because I have four kids and a husband I have to to take care of and stuff like that. But the process is totally not the same as I read it on a paper. Like they said, that this is how it's going to be. Your your periods will be easier. But one thing that I have started to do to kind of help with my pain. And even if, if you never had some injectomy surgery before, um, I started taking zinc. I started taking that. And um, the only reason why I started taking that is because um, something, a, a situation happened where somebody told me that they're taking zinc. And I was like, why are you taking that? And this, this was, this was, um, I don't even want to get into the, the whole conversation of that, but I end up looking up what zinc is for and they were taking it for, for one thing, but come to find out that um, women with um, irregular monthlies can also take zinc to regulate it and to help with menstrual cramps and stuff. And I was like, oh my goodness. So I started taking that and I can honestly tell a big difference 
in my monthly with the pain and stuff like that. Of course, the pain is there, but it doesn't, it's not as hard core. Okay. If that, if that makes sense. Okay. It's not, it's not as bad. And, um, I don't flow as heavy as I used to, but like I said, if you decide that you don't want any more kids and make sure you talk with your spouse about it, make sure that you both come to an agreement, even though I came, me and my husband came to an agreement, of course, I still think about, you know, um, if I would have gotten pregnant again, would have I would have I gotten twins or would I've just gotten a girl or another boy? But let me just be honest with you, mamas. Honey, if I wouldn't have got my tubes removed, this house would have been full of children. Let's just I'm just gonna be honest. I would have had a bunch of children. I would have had a bunch of kids. I would have been like the lady in the shoe. Okay? I would have hey, I call myself the tribal rush on on YouTube, honey. We really would have been a tribe. I'm just being real being honest but just make sure that this is something that you want to do if you experience a lot of etopic pregnancies you know this is they say that this is a good procedure to have um but i really really wish i would have um consulted god first i wish i wouldn't have just took medical advice because doctors don't know everything they're still learning stuff and i wish i would have went to dr jesus first before I went to my um, doctor and decided to just make this decision on having sophomore surgery because, like I said, I wish I would have never did it. But my story is my story. Your story may be different. Who knows? Your story, you get this surgery, your surgery might be better than mine. Like, you might be like, girl, I ain't got no problems. Like, hey, I'm living life. You might be like the lady that be on the commercial, on the period commercials, running in, up and down the street with a pad on. I mean, I don't know. Me, on the other hand, that ain't my story. That is not mine. My story would never be yours and yours would never be mine. Hopefully, one day I can come back up here and say, you know what? It's gotten easier. It's gotten better. Um... I know that somebody wants me to make an updated video on my simonjectomy surgery, which I, I don't know if I will. I probably will, but I just wanted to come up here and just talk to you guys about that, about, you know, make sure this is something that you want to do. I know people in the news say, um, this is our bodies, these are our bodies. And I totally agree that these are these are our bodies. How can a man make a decision for a woman with for a woman's body? But... What we have to realize, and a lot of women probably won't agree with me on this, but um, I believe in talking to God about certain things first. Because before these were our bodies, they're, they're his bodies, if that makes sense. We belong to God. Talk to God first about it. And then if you're married, um, talk to your husband. And then... Well, I'm just gonna be real. If you got a boyfriend, he ain't got. Hey, you ain't making no decisions because you ain't my husband. Okay, you ain't my husband. You ain't got a ring on my finger. We are not committed. We have not made a vow before God. So therefore, you cannot tell me what to do with my body because you my boyfriend. But if you my husband, then we can talk about some stuff. But you know, so women, if you got a boyfriend, don't be don't be having don't be telling him, allowing him to make decisions for your body. Okay, because he ain't your husband. But when he become your husband, then he can tell you something. I'm just being honest. I'm telling you what the words say because you put stop honor your husband. Okay? Now, we ain't, I ain't come up here to preach and speak a word, but I just had to put that out there. Okay? But anyway, so I wanted just to let you guys know that. I hope you guys enjoyed this 
this little topic. I mean, if you have any questions, if I feel like I, if, if you feel like I've left something out, if you feel like there's something that you want to know, please get connected with me on my social media um, platforms. I am on Instagram at Stay at Home Mom Vibes. And I'm on TikTok, guys. The same name, Stay at Home Mom Vibes. Um, so yeah, if you have any questions, please feel free to DM me on either TikTok or Instagram. Oh, and you can email me at stayathomemomvibes at yahoo.com. If you send me a friend request or if you follow me on um, Instagram, I do follow you back. So yeah, I hope you all just have an amazing, amazing day. And I will see you guys next Thursday. If you have some topics that you want me to talk about, we could talk about it. I will talk about it and I will keep it anonymous. People have been inboxing me and telling me how I um, help them so much with like their depression and stuff, which I do feel like um, I want to start by talking about that, about stay-at-home mom depression and all that stuff because it's so, especially like now what's going on in the world, the world ain't getting no better. And it's up to us if we get better in this this crazy, crazy world. But anyway, I hope you all have an amazing week, an amazing day. I love you all so, so much. And thank you for just wanting to listen to little old me. And I know my voice sounds funny, but please forgive me. And continue to just keep me in prayer that I will just hold myself accountable and continue on doing this podcast thing. See you guys in the next podcast episode. And remember, being a mom ain't easy, but you're one and that makes you a vibe. Bye.